What's up, guys? Welcome to The Jamie D Show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. And everywhere on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. Yes, because you can find me live on those platforms. YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E. Welcome into my friends, family, and supporters that are now on the YouTube page. What up, y'all? What up? So on today's show rundown, I'm going to give you guys the daily news headlines. We're going to talk about if gay men are extra and Divinity Ray, who is a TikTok influencer with 1.3 million followers and a celebrity hairstylist, will join me live to discuss how she became TikTok famous, the realities of being an influencer, if being an influencer is as profitable as everyone makes it seem, the challenges she faces, and more. So don't leave after any segment. Stick around for the entire thing because I have so much to do today, so much to go over. So hey, join me, Jamie D, as we go on this radio journey today. All right, so Carly Russell's parents, this is an update, insist that their daughter was kidnapped despite reports claiming she allegedly wasn't followed. The parents say there were moments where she had to physically and mentally fight for her life. Last night, there were reports from the the police department saying that they didn't see anything on the footage. They didn't see a baby at all on the expressway. They didn't see her being followed. And there's nothing that they can give the public as pertains to this case. So the parents spoke out for the first time and let NBC News know, hey, our daughter was kidnapped. Other than that, we have no other news. The boyfriend has yet to speak out. The actual daughter, Carly herself, has yet to speak out. So this is all we have to go off of at this moment. In other news, I roll. Studies show many dating app users are already in relationships. Are you serious? According to a report by NBC, nearly two-thirds of those surveyed reported they were already in relationships. And some were married while they were using the app. Oh, my gosh. It sucks for us single people out here. (sighs) Some people feel deceived. With the use of dating apps, because each time you have a new platform, people think they may really find somebody. Data analyst Vera Cruz said, and then people go from platform to platform, but each time they are there, they are not satisfied. These dating platforms have become a place people go to for a confidence boost that comes with collecting likes and matches. I'm over it. I'm over it. As a single individual myself who has no kids, who actually wants To be in a committed, monogamous, and long-term relationship that ends in marriage. It is hard out here. Hard, I say. Oh, my gosh. Why is it so hard for y'all to tell the truth and get in the relationships you want to be in? If you want to be in an open relationship, if you want to be in a polygamous relationship, why don't you just get in those? Why are you lying to your partners about what you need and what you want? Why are you getting in these relationships and then cheating on your partners and ruining it for other people? I just want my person. Why is it so hard? And my thing is, is I use dating apps because how else am I going to find people? You go out and it's still people don't want to approach you or be approached. People are so consumed with social media nowadays. They don't even know how to communicate and interact in person so dating apps are a resourceful tool but now knowing that more than half of the people on there are in relationship it sucks Ugh, i roll a japanese steakhouse in pace florida by the name of nico japanese steakhouse is reportedly closing down after meth was allegedly found in their soy sauce what yes you heard that right the santa rosa county sheriff's office found some of the restaurant's soy sauce contaminated with meth. According to news source WKRG, the investigation initially began after seven people were hospitalized after eating at the restaurant. Upon the incident, detectives went back and tested two bottles of soy sauce, including a few to-go packets that ended up showing positive for meth. 
The restaurant took to Facebook with an announcement after the investigation stating that they would be closing due to being unable to sustain the cost of staying open. Due to investigators being unable to figure out who contaminated the soy sauce, the case was closed and no charges were filed due to lack of witnesses and surveillance footage. What? Could you imagine you go out to get some good Chinese food and being addicted to meth? Because they had it in the soy sauce, being hospitalized because you was eating meth, consuming meth. That is insane. What is wrong with the world? It's so hard to just live a good, easy, safe life. Hey, my prayers to those people who are affected by this soy sauce. According to the Daily Mail and the Neighborhood Talk, a wife is left devastated after finding old texts on her husband's phone from when they were when they first met. Jane Lewis of New Jersey had a random urge to go through her 35-year-old husband's phone without his permission. While doing so, she found messages between her husband and his homeboy dating back to when she and her husband first met. In the messages, her husband described her as an ugly chick who wants him so bad. The husband went on to say that while he hadn't messed with her yet sexually he was positive she'd do anything for him the husband also told the friend he moved in with her but didn't find her attractive like the hot girls he sees all the time he noted that the hot girls were too stuck up anyways y'all what she then confronted her husband of six years who says he was only trying to make himself feel better at the time the mother of three says her confidence has been shattered and she would have left if she'd saw those messages earlier. In a statement, Jane said, I went through his messages to see who he was talking to. Him and his friend don't text that often, so I only had to scroll back about 10 messages. He was more. To, I got to one. Fr- Wait, hold on. Hold on. Scroll back 10 messages. I got to one from when we first got together saying he was using me for my money. How ugly I am, and he won't have sex with me. Wow, y'all. So, again, she confronted him, and she says he was mortified. He was pretty upset, and he apologized. I don't know how I move on from it. I'm hurt by it. If he asks me a question, I say, I'm not stupid. I'm just ugly. Wow. That is horrible. Oh, so sad. Shout out. To all those people who are actually in relationships for the right reasons and actually love their partners. And a huge boo, tomato, tomato, to people like this horrendous man. I'm sending my love and prayers and thoughts to this woman because that's horrible. How would you feel if the person you got married to said that about you years before y'all even got married? Wow. I know that's her. I'm sorry. I would have immediately divorced that man. Take you and your ugly life. (laughs) Hey, in some Las Vegas news, a Las Vegas air flight school is working to address the need for more pilots. Thank God, because it's so hard to get a flight out of Vegas. Y'all might maybe like, oh, what's international airport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they may have like two two flights where you want to go and the times suck. We need some more pilots for sure. Over 18,000 openings for airline and commercial pilots are projected each year, as reported by Fox 5 Vegas. Many of the openings are due to the need to replace workers who switch jobs or retire. All in Aviation, a local pilot school in Henderson, preps students to get into the aviation industry using Circus and Cessna aircraft for training. They have about 100 students at any given time, and people could sign up to start their pilot journey at any time. So, hey, if you're interested in starting a new career and you want to be a pilot, sign up. Again, that's all in aviation because we need pilots and I want to be able to get to where I want to get to nonstop. Not trying to do this layover stuff. Ew. Ew. In other Vegas news, WNBA champion aces are headed to the White House to meet the president, as reported by Fox 5 Vegas. Again, as reported by Fox 5 Vegas. First lady at the White House. That's amazing. Hey, the current WNBA season is not over, but on Friday, August 25th, the president and first lady will become the Las will welcome the Las Vegas Aces to the White House to celebrate their 2022 WNBA championship victory. 
the White House stated in a media release on Monday afternoon. The Aces are scheduled to face the Chicago sky on the road the night before their White House visit. Well, isn't that some cool Las Vegas news? Hey, I hope that they have a great time in the White House. That's a great honor. And we need a little bit more of positive Vegas news and publicity. I don't know about you guys, but when I go searching for news stories on our media outlets here, it's nothing but deaths, stealings, death, people just passing out because it's hot. It's hard out here, y'all. It's hard. So we need some positive Las Vegas news. So, hey, shout out to the Aces. I'm rooting for y'all. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we're going to talk, come back, we're going to have a discussion about if gay men are extra. Do they do the most? Are they irritating? Do they need to calm down and be less of themselves? Hey, you're more than welcome to call in at 702-221-7283 to have this, this discussion with me. Again, it's 702-221-7283. And then later, we're going to have Divinity Ray. Again, Divinity Ray, who is a TikTok influencer with 1.3 million followers and a celebrity hairstylist who's going to join me live to discuss how she became TikTok famous, the realities of being an influencer, if being an influencer is as profitable as everyone makes it seem, the challenges she faces, and more. So stick around. This is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. I'll be right back. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. At AR Heating and Air Conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. From maintaining your HVAC units to fixing them when they are down, they are there for you. AR Heating and Air Conditioning offer reasonable prices, reliability, and professional service at a great value. For more information, go to fixmyac.net or call 702-646-4000. Beat the heat and call AR Heating and Air Conditioning today. Welcome to Hash House A Go-Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House A Go-Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House A Go-Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Zen World Premium CBD offers full and broad spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zinworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. y'all welcome back to the jamie d show Woo! live on kshp am 1400 and 107.1 fm every monday through friday from 10 a.m until 11 a.m p s t i'm happy to be here y'all it's taco tuesday if you're just now tuning in we already went over the daily news and now we're gonna discuss if gay men are extra 
Now, you may be wondering why I'm bringing this topic up. Because, hey, it is a social issue. Well, I saw this podcast clip on Twitter, and it made me want to talk about this conversation. So, before I give you my thoughts, let me play this audio. And remember, you guys are more than welcome to call in at 702-221-7283 if you want to engage in this conversation with me. Or, hey, just talk to me on YouTube. I know some of you guys are in the office. So, we'll have that conversation. We're going to play this audio right now. Most of my friends are straight men. I don't really hang out with gay people. Don't cancel me. I feel like gay people do too much. Oh, the quorum, right? A lot of people feel like some gay people do too much because there is this constant want for attention of, hey guys, I'm gay. People feel that way where a lot of flamboyance, a lot of attitude, a lot of sass, nothing wrong with it, but I just feel like time and place matters. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know when to tone it down a little bit. And it's almost as if, like, you see how protective I'm being of my words? Gay people don't have that same protection. Like, you guys could go out here and say everything about straight people and don't face any consequences. And then, so, like, you see how I got to talk right now where I can't say nothing too crazy because I know if I offend the community, it's clipped. Those rules don't apply to gay people. Damn, like, y'all getting all the privileges, all the rights, all the jobs, and we can't say nothing if we're uncomfortable, but we make you guys uncomfortable and then we're out of here. The loud gay people are the one that gets the attention. Mm-hmm. Women can relate to that. So, <laughs> again, call in at 702-221-7283 if you want to get in this conversation with me. Because I have a lot to say. First of all, let me just say this. I love any and every body. Again, I love any and everybody. Why do I love any and everybody? Because what you got going on in your life don't got nothing to do with me. If you want to be into the same sex or other sex or this sex or that sex or gay, bi, trans, pi, oh, I don't care what you are. I'm not even interested in you, so I don't even care. Do you. Live your life. If you're not hurting yourself, other people, animals, or innocent things in general, who cares? Live your life. Be the best you. But (sighs) self-hate is a thing. Self-hate is definitely a thing. Trying to monopolize off of the thought that other demographics have so that you can fit in and be one of the cool ones is a thing. Now, I do understand there are people in the gay community. Hear me out. Who do the absolute most. Certain gay men who are overly flamboyant and emulate ghetto behaviors to me are annoying. That's my true thought. They are. But I also think that overly hyper masculine men are annoying. Straight hyper masculine men who do the most. Who can't have true conversations, who can't be open with themselves and and live the way they want to live are annoying to me too. Women who are extra and overly just ghetto do the most to me are annoying. But there are also flamboyant men who are great. There are also women from the hood that are great. There are also masculine men that are great. So it just depends on who it is and what they're doing. But people who just do the most are annoying. However, I don't think that doing the most is subject to just gay men or flamboyant men or masculine men or women from the hood. I don't. Now, I agree with there's a time and place for everything. There is. For example, I was at Players TV Players TV private event with a lot of NBA stars and big industry wigs and there were a lot of people who were very very good with their decorum but there was these two people who were right next to me hey there were two black people love my people and all but they were extra loud rambunctious low-key acting ghetto and i'm sitting here just like y'all this is not the place for y'all to be kikiing laughing when people are talking not paying attention just 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 cackling for no reason and to me that was annoying Does it mean all black people are annoying? No. Does it mean all gay people are annoying? No. Just those two individuals didn't have the quorum, and they were doing the most. Now, this gay guy on this podcast says he doesn't hang out with gay people because they do too much. My thing is this. There's nothing 
better than hanging out with people who believe in the same lifestyle you believe in, who engage in the same lifestyle you engage in, who have fun the way you like to have fun and more. There's nothing like being able to relate to somebody who can relate to the things that you relate to in life. So if you don't want to hang out with gay people because they do too much, that's on you. But I can tell you, you're missing out on a lot of amazing gay people who would probably like to be your friend because you guys have a lot of things to relate to. But you want to personally be this, in my opinion, pick me. Hey, I'm the cool gay guy. So you crap on other gay people in your community because you want to be seen as better than or different than. And I understand that there's a lot of people in different communities that create a persona that makes it seem like all people do this certain thing. But if you walk in a space that you see yourself in and you believe that not one specific person can create a picture of who you are, then you'll be fine. Now, the podcaster host said there is a constant want for gay people to have attention. Hey, guys, I'm gay. Bruh. <laughs> What? What? I just think there's people who just want attention in general. I don't think that's just specific to gay people. I think that's dumb. I think that's a dumb thing to say. I know a lot of straight people who want attention. I know a lot of people in every demographic who want attention. Social media is a thing. People are clout driven. I don't think that's specific to just gay people. Now he says gay people have a lot of sass. Certain gay people do. Not all gay people. And I can understand how somebody overly sassy in an unwanted space can be annoying. Just don't talk to that person. Leave that person alone. Don't deal with that person. I know that when I was at Players TV private event and those two annoying people were cackling right next to me, I was irritated because I was standing right next to them. But you know what I did? I walked away. I moved. Didn't have to hear them anymore. Didn't have to be next to their rambunctious actions. And I forgot they were even there. You don't have to interact with people you don't want to interact with. Now, he also says that people don't know when to tone it down. I think people don't know when to tone it down when in any space. It's not specific to gay people. It's not. And I don't think anybody should have to tone down their personality and who they are to make you comfortable. Because people aren't presenting themselves for your pleasure, for your comfortability. People deserve the right to be whoever they are, whenever they want to be who they are, anywhere they want to be. As long as they're not hurting themselves, you or other, other people. Who cares? Who cares? You don't have to interact with gay people. Now, you say that straight people don't have the same protection as gay people have because they can say whatever they want about straight people. My thing is this. As a black person, I know for a fact we say whatever we want about white people. And we get away with it. Want to know why? Because that's the life of a minority. That's the life of a person who has been put down by the majority so much. That now we're in a space in society where we can say things like, oh, that was such a white person thing. That was some white-ish. Or vice versa when gay people say things about straight people. You have to remember, black people, that when you are looking at the gay community, a lot of times you're looking at them as less than. And you are making them a part of the minority that feels as like they don't belong or they don't have a place to be safe in. So, of course... They're going to be like straight black people who make fun of white people because they're in the same space that straight black people in in their own community. Now, this man said they get all the privileges and jobs. Please tell me where gay people get all the privileges, privileges and jobs. Y'all just be getting on podcasts and saying anything, anything. And then he says that, you know, gay people make women feel comfortable and they can relate to them. I mean, that is true. But there also are a lot of women who don't like gay people at all. Think that gay people do too much. Think that gay people shouldn't exist. Think that, you know, gay people are cool, but they wouldn't want their friends to be gay or, I'm sorry, their children to be gay. I, I, I really dislike how people talk about communities they don't actually involve themselves in. They don't do research about. And they just have this mindset based off of a few people that they met. There are extra and annoying gay people out there, but there are extra and annoying straight people out there as well. Find people and be open and be supportive because there are people out there who want and deserve love, who want to relate to their straight counterparts, who just want to feel like they can belong. Trust me, I know a lot of people who are in the black community who are, who are annoying AF. 
But I know a lot of people in the white community that are annoying AF that I can't relate to, that they swear they can relate to black people, but they really don't. Trust me, it's a thing, but I don't ever take what one or a few people do and place it on an entire community. And you guys shouldn't either. That video to me was very, very destructive. And I wish that people can actually have true conversations with people who actually reflect a community, the community as a whole. All right. Well, nobody called in. I was hoping to get a conversation from somebody at 702-221-7283. But hey, 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 Naturally Radiant did say on YouTube, like I said before, people be peopling a lot. A lot of people do too much and it has nothing to do with sexual orientation. And I completely agree, Naturally Radiant. It doesn't. Like I said, I personally believe that there are some flamboyant and ghetto gay people out there that are annoying. But it doesn't mean any all flamboyant people are annoying, gay people are annoying. It's just those people I met. But I would never go out and say all those people are, are annoying because I understand what it means to make a blanket statement about an entire community. It can be very destructive and very hurtful. And I have been a victim of a per, of, of of statements where people say, you always do this or you're always like that or this is who you fully are. And it's like, that's not true. You don't know who I am. You can't make that blanket statement about me just because of one experience we had. Get over yourself. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have Divinity Ray, a TikTok influencer with 1.3 million followers and a celebrity hot hairstylist who's going to join me live to discuss how she became TikTok famous, the realities of being an influencer, if being an influencer is as profitable as everyone makes it seem, the challenges she faces, and more. So make sure to stick around. And if you want to talk to Divinity, you can call in at 702-221-7283. Again, the number to call in is 702 221 Seven two eight three. We're gonna take a quick break, and I'll be right back. This is the Jamie D Show. Best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies, and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. At AR Heating and Air Conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. From maintaining your HVAC units to fixing them when they are down, they are there for you. AR Heating and Air Conditioning offer reasonable prices, reliability, and professional service at a great value. For more information, go to fixmyac.net or call 702-646-4000. Beat the heat and call AR Heating and Air Conditioning today. Welcome to Hash House A Go Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House A Go Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House A Go Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Zen World Premium. CBD offers full and broad spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zinworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. 
hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. The showroom at South Point kicks off the summer. Good vibrations. A tribute to the Beach Boys. July 21st to the 23rd. Why not drop by and try to catch a wave? Or how about that surfer girl? They're back, back by popular demand. The show at South Point presents The Bronx Wanderers. So happy together. July 18th to the 20th. Box office online at southpointcino.com or charge by phone 702 797 8055. It's a musical blast with the Bronx Wanderers at the showroom at South Point. Join us for a once-in-a-lifetime experience to see the Hoover Dam up close and personal on a guided tour of Lake Mead. Sit back and enjoy the cool breezes aboard the Desert Princess Paddlewheel Boat while taking in the sights of the greatest man-made engineering wonder of the modern world and National Historic Landmark to reserve a spot on the Hoover Dam sightseeing tour or the Sunset Dinner Cruise. Visit LakeMeadCruises.com. World famous Randy's Donuts is now in Las Vegas. Look for the giant rooftop donut at Sahara and Rainbow and get ready for a taste sensation like no other. Since 1952, Randy's Donuts is consistently named one of the top donut shops in the country. And there's little wonder why. And oh my god, the variety. Glazed, raised, sprinkled, long john, cinnamon rolls, crullers, fritters, bear claws. I'm getting hungry. Randy's Donuts, 2170 South Rainbow, at the northeast corner of Sahara and Rainbow. Randy's Donuts, always alive, but always worth the wait. Visit randysdonuts.com or just stop by at the northeast corner of Sahara and Rainbow. You've seen Randy's Donuts in the movies. Now taste them for real. One taste and you'll be back again and again. Randy's Donuts, 2170 South Rainbow, at the northeast corner of Sahara and Rainbow. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to The Jamie D Show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. You know it's a live morning radio show. Oh, yeah. And we're live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. Right now, we're actually live on TikTok, too. If you're on the YouTube, you can see that behind me in the camera. So... If you're just now joining into the live morning radio broadcast here in Las Vegas, I already went over the daily news headlines. I talked about, you know, over 60% of people on dating apps are actually already in relationships. There was meth meth found in a, in soy sauce in a Florida restaurant and more. There's a lot going on in the news today. Then we discussed our gay men extra or are just a few people in the community extra. I voted there's just a few people in the community that are extra that may make the community look bad, but they're not a representation of the whole community. I don't believe that all gay people are extra or anything. I don't believe anybody is just anything as a whole. But hey, who am I, I guess, right? But we are now at the best part of the radio show. Why? Because I have Divinity Ray, who is a TikTok influencer with 1.3 million followers and a celebrity hairstylist who is live in the studio to discuss how she became TikTok famous, the realities of being an influencer, if being an influencer is as profitable as everyone makes it seem, the challenges she faces, and more. So, hey, without further ado, welcome Divinity Ray! Woo! 
What's up, friend? How are you? Hi, Boo. Hey, who were you just waving to? I don't know. I was waving <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> You're like, hi, fans. I'm like, I'm Hello. here. I'm here. Everybody just yell and scream. It's me, Divinity just, Ray. I'm here. I've <laughs> you arrived. You look so good, friend. Thanks. It's a pleasure to have you here. You got the tattoos out. Yeah, no, she's living. Listen, before we get into the <laughs> interview, how many tattoos do we have? More than you. I don't even have any. <laughs> literally, I, I literally have zero. I'm really? afraid to get a tattoo. Why? I just feel like it's too much of a permanent decision. And no. I might look at it one day and just hate it. That's what everybody thinks. And then they finally get their tattoo and they're like, oh my God, I want more. You, you think so? It becomes a part of you. It's like, I don't even realize I have tattoos anymore. I know You're that lying. sounds weird. Really? No, seriously. I forget that I have tattoos. Oh, I mean, it's pretty much your entire body, Divinity. Yeah. How do you forget? I think I would look weird without them at this point. Really? <laughs> so, wait, wait. Yeah. At what age did you get your first tattoo? I was 17 and I forged my mom's signature. Oh, wow. And the same <laughs> tattoo artist that did it, he said to me, okay, I'll only do this for you on one condition. And I was like, what's that? He was like, as long as you come back to my, my I say salon because I'm a hairstylist. <laughs> yes. As long as you come back to my shop forever for your tattoos i'll do this for you for free and i was like okay he is now my tattoo artist of 13 years wow does he still do it for free no oh (laughs) but say hold on you got a lot you got a lot hey people on youtube are loving you right now somebody says she is so fine those tats (laughs) are sexy af i love women with tats i mean it is divinity right y'all she is a beautiful woman okay so let's get into this interview okay let's do it you're a tiktok influencer you have over one 0.3 0.3 million followers. Divinity, yeah. how? I honestly, I you know what's funny is that I don't I don't think I'm like anything. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm serious. Whatever. I'm serious. I just I don't know. I think that some people have a perception that a following is fame. Yeah. But I actually work with celebrities mm. who have done major things in the industry that I'm like. It's it's all perspective and and uh, uh, subjective. Do you know what I mean? I like some people's perspective it's is me as famous, but I'm like Still. no. Oh my, okay, really quick, y'all. I went out with Divinity Ray last night, and it was the first time we actually hung out in a social setting. And y'all may not know this, but I helped Divinity with some managing work on the yeah. side. He was my manager for a while. Before I was. He left. I, the I, I, I didn't have. To, I didn't want to leave, but we ran out of funding at that company that I was with. You said it, not me. Listen, that company <laughs> will, will name nameless. Even though they paid me the most money I ever got paid from a job ever, and really? like I was getting paid good there. Damn. Yeah, I know, right? I was so mad. They actually got a grant, and then couldn't come up with like the statistics they needed to keep the grant so they lost the money anyway my <laughs> thing is this i go out with divinity ray and she swears she's like nobody she's like oh i just have one point three million followers i'm over here trying to figure out like who is divinity ray does she drink does she have a good time man i felt so bad because i was trying to get her to drink and she's like jamie i don't drink and i'm sitting there just like the club is loud what are you saying <laughs> but no divinity you are somebody and there were people who recognized who you were i'm an and introvert <laughs> my thing is you are because when we went out last night she listen y'all she I swore know. she was like oh i'm this lit person i'm about to turn I up i am but we i have went, to be around my girls man, like i need my I girls roll. i roll we went out last night and she was so guarded i felt so bad i'm over here just like i just want you to have fun but listen I know. she was introducing herself to people i'll make this all make sense and the second you would say oh this is divinity ray she has this many followers people's eyes would light up we live in a society where followers mean more than being a celebrity it means more than you being on the cover of vogue it's like oh my gosh she has so many followers this has your followers has your following changed your life at all yes it has um i think in a social way i i i don't know i think people have referred to me as humble because Mm. i think that i choose to not bring that up in public because when you tell people about that, then, you know, you never know their intentions. Sex. And I also just think that at any moment that can be taken away. And then at that point, you know, who are you without that? And I actually don't really define myself by the followers Mm -hmm. because I think that for me, it's more of a matter of, you know, my art and the reason that I got a follower or I'm sorry, following online was initially because I just enjoyed doing art Mm. and I don't want to take myself away from that because I think that there is a moment where you can become really toxic with Mm. social media where you're just creating for the sake of following and not for the sake of art. And so I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm somebody that comes from nothing. And so I'm just grateful every single day for being here and having these opportunities. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's kind of interesting too because I'll go to these influencer events and I'll meet people who are so defined by their following mm-hmm. that it's the only thing that matters to them. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you have so much ego? You're not wrong. <laughs> like literally, why do you have so much ego? Because 
honestly, it's okay, cool. Like, it's cool that people follow you, but what are you actually doing to change the world? What are you doing to inspire other people? What are you doing for yourself? And, you know, if this is your entire life, that's, that's cool. Good on you. But I think that my defining factor is so much more than just like my social media. Yeah. Um, and you know, I want to be a mom so bad and I'm defining myself by how I'm going to be as a mother someday. And, um, you know, I want to get married and I, I want to have that financial security so that I can take care of my dad in his later age. Like Mm -hmm. there's just so many bigger things that mean more to me than the followers. So what you're saying is unlike other influencers, you have a purpose behind your content. I think I do. (laughs) But I, but I I think that's why people have followed my stuff is Mm -hmm. because, um, I'm not doing it for the the following. I mean, I think that when I was a young girl, I always knew that I was meant for something great Mm -hmm. and I had large purpose and I knew that I was going to end up in Hollywood. I knew I was going to be in front of the TV. And um, I think at an early age, seeing that to people, people would ask me, oh, so you think you're hot? Sorry. Oh, I didn't say it. You got it. Look at that. Look at that. I didn't say it. You caught yourself. This is a live morning (laughs) radio show. (laughs) I don't want to cuss. Um, but you know, people would always say to me, you think you're, you know, this cool thing. And I was like, no, it's just, I know my purpose. And I know that that is just my path and that's meant for me. There's a difference between having purpose and knowing where you're going. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm also medium. So I was having these visions of myself in Hollywood and on the red carpet. And so for me, it's like, I'm just following my path. It's so much deeper and so much like I'm so secure in it. And so I think that's why when I hear people that are a little bit insecure and they're like, oh, my God, like, I'm so cool. I'm so famous. And I'm like, it's (laughs) are you, though? (laughs) Justin Timberlake is famous. Okay. Listen, (laughs) you're not famous. Listen, you you actually are, Divinity, a very beautiful, (laughs) humble and amazing purpose. I'm happy person. I'm happy to have you here in the studio. Keep going. Keep doing what you need to do because you will find yourself in those spaces because you deserve it, friend. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Now, talk to me about your content because you do have over 1.3 million followers, but there are people who are on this platform who probably don't know who you are. So walk them through the stuff that you post. What is your theme? What is your niche? So, um, like I said, I'm very humble in the following count because I am a full-time hairstylist. I do extensions. I do color. I've been a master colorist for the past decade. Mm-hmm. I'm also a professional dancer. I went professional in ballet when I was 17. Oh, and um, my ballet career quickly ended because of my eating disorder. It took over. And I, um, you know, fell off the defense for a little bit. And I ended up in college. I was pre-law in college. with. Really? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know that part. I didn't know that part. You, you be leaving out little sprinkles in the dish. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah, I was pre-law in college and I dropped out because I just felt like I was confined and, um, you know, I'm an artist at the end of the day. So I took that and I just kind of let the universe guide me and I ended up in beauty school. And so beauty school was kind of a last minute you know, route. And everybody growing up would always say to me, you're going to be a hairstylist someday. You're so good. It's just that art form that you're so good at, you could do it in your sleep. And I felt like it was too easy. Mm. So to me, now that I've got 1.3 million, I look at it and I'm like, well, because I'm always moving to the next level. And so that's how I've always felt with my hair career. It's so easy that it's almost like, I'm like, it's not enough. You know what I mean? But it's actually something that I'm so good at that it it's, it's easy because I'm just naturally born to do it. Whereas other okay. people, I show them how to curl their hair with a straightener and they're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. And so um, that is a, a huge thing that got me the following that I have online. So you, is, you, you post hair stuff online? Yeah, That's I, your I show content. hair tutorials. Okay. Yeah, I do hair tutorials. I do beauty tutorials in general. I'm not a makeup artist, but for some reason, people always ask me to show them how to do makeup. <laughs> you look and, good, friend. Thank you. You know you do. You know you do. <laughs> yeah, but it's mostly hair, and I, I love fashion. You know, I grew up with a beauty queen as a mom. My mom was Aww. gorgeous and had such a fashion sense to her. So I emulate, you know, her fashion um, sense and, you know, the rock and roll that kind of goes into that. Like that I, I've got a little, look. yeah, I've got yeah. a little bit of a, an eighties, nineties kind of style and, um, and then mental health. That's a huge one on my platform. I, yes. I talk about, you know, depression awareness and, um, suicide awareness. So those are the three pillars is fashion, beauty, and, uh, mental health awareness. Period. Listen, divinity Ray yeah. out here doing the darn thing. Just, just, <laughs> just, just, just a little, uh, note. I did help out with, uh, you know, tailoring that niche. So uh, if you want to book Jamie yeah. D as your manager, let me know. But, <laughs> are oh, you asking? I mean, hey, I mean, hey, you, okay, you, you got to give me your resume. I got you. I got you. <laughs> 
like you haven't seen my work in real life. Missed calls at a random time for advice. Anyway, anyway. So 3 a.m. What do I do, Jamie? And I'd be like, girl, I am sleep. Anyway, so talk to us about the realities of being an influencer. Yeah. Because a lot of people think like, oh, you're famous and you know, you're out here. People are just no knocking down your doors to take pictures and stuff. Is that true? You know, I, it, it happens to me sometimes, but I think, I think I play it really calm in public because mm. I, I honestly am really humble, I guess. I don't really have that kind of response from people in public because people kind of look at me different. I think mm. people are maybe intimidated to talk to me. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe that's the pretty girl thing because <laughs> I got the pretty girl privilege. Right. But, um, I also don't, I'm, I'm not loud. I don't put myself out there in that way. You know, I'm very, yeah. I'm very to myself. I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert and I'm, like I said, I'm just grateful that every day I get to wake up and do what I love. And if people do approach me, um, I don't, I don't act like I'm anybody, you know, I mm. just, I talk to them like normal people because we all are no more normal people. Sorry, I'm a little nervous talking on this for Why? some reason. I don't know because it's live. I can sense it. I know. But you're doing so good. Thanks. You're yeah, I know. Good. I have a podcast and it's so much easier for me <laughs> to speak. Good. Maybe it's because it's your show. Why? I felt so comfortable on your podcast. Oh, my God. You did so good. Oh. And we have to redo it because, uh, you know, things happen. But Yeah. No, I know. There you're was doing like- good. You're doing good. I, you're, you're articulating your words correctly. Talk to me about the reality specifically pertaining to work, though. Do you feel like you're always having to put on and create content because you have so many followers? I do. I feel like sometimes it's hard to curate certain videos because, um, you know, as an influencer, you're constantly having to push products and brands. And sometimes it can feel a little mundane because Mm. you just want to wake up and just be like, I just want to go about my day and not promote anything. Or you just want to wake up and be like, I just want to create something random for once (laughs) that makes no sense and is not on brand and not on niche. But, you know, as an influencer, you, um, you have to maintain a certain caliber of videos. You know, you have to film everything in good lighting and you have to do all your editing yourself. And so it's a very stressful, demanding job. And I do that on top of doing hair and I do that on top of doing my podcast. And I do that on top of going to dance because I'm now coming out of retirement, going Mm. back into dance full time. Oh, yes. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think somebody like me who is multifaceted and has other things outside of social media, it's a mm. lot harder for me to maintain that that balance. Mm. Um, and that is probably a big reason why in public, I don't act like I'm anybody because I'm working so freaking hard outside of the social media realm that I feel like I'm just an everyday person that works right. their butt off. You know yeah, what I mean? You're not wrong. You know, and um, I hate to say this, but social media can also be extremely privileged of a career. Mm. I am, I'm a very privileged person and I'm very... Um, aware of that privilege now. And that's, that's me coming from a place of not having any privilege before right. this. You know, I, I get sent free stuff. I get to go on trips. I get my hotels covered. Sometimes they cover for all expenses, including my food and, mm. and, um, brands will pay me thousands of dollars to promote something on top of sending me the product that I'm promoting mm. on top of me getting these, you know, connections in the industry. So there is a lot of gain that comes from being an influencer. But you also have to work really hard to get to that point to have that kind of respect right. from people at the same you, time. You're yeah, right. And I, I I can completely relate, especially being a technical influencer now yeah. in the community because of in in public figure because of my job. It's right. it's hard, especially when you're doing social media. Do you feel as though that you have to tell your personal life on social media though to get people to actually relate to you like hey i'm divinity array and this is who i date and this is who i hang yeah. out with you feel like you have to do that or no um you know i always naturally did that before i got big because i have always been a very upfront and honest tell it is kind of person mm-hmm. and so i got my following initially because i was overly honest and i overshared mm-hmm. and i didn't have anybody helping me or training me or mentoring me and back in the day when i was coming up it was before social media was anything as a career facts i was just coming up on facebook oh wow like archaic right <laughs> like i developed my following initially on on facebook I had, I think, 50,000 people following me back in the day before it was even... No, yeah, it, it wasn't even uh, a paid thing. Like right. this is before Instagram. Even people oh, were following right. me, fifty thousand people. The Stone Ages, and <laughs> yeah, and I ended up deleting that Facebook completely. I burned it to the ground because I had overshared so much since I was mm. fifteen years old. I felt like I was cut open, and and you know everybody had seen 
the the growing pains from 15 till now I'm almost 30. Right. And so I did feel a little bit exposed because the thing is, especially with these child stars, right? Like Miley Cyrus is a good example. You've got these people growing up in front of the camera. And so people judge them and they shame them for their growing pains and for their party days and for, you know, stuff that they say that's probably cringy or inaccurate or you know, not politically correct. And, and you, you almost like cancel them forever, not realizing that this is a 19 year old yep. who doesn't know who she is. And a real human yes. who's going through life. Who's just trying to figure it out. And you're just getting this glimpse into their life and you don't have the full story. And so I did build my following initially because of the overshare. Right. But then I, you know, I got into two relationships back to back last year, both of which were public relationships. I had never done this before in my life. I had never had public relationships. I had always Mm -hmm. kept my partners kind of on the DL because my platform was always about me and my dancing and then me and my hair. And then the moment that I had public relationships, I noticed that my life became so it, it was, it was like it was under a microscope. People were so invested. Yep. People wanted to know every little detail and, and dramatic moment between me and my, you know, my, my breakups. Extremely involved. Way and too much. I was like, why, if, if somebody's going through a breakup publicly, why are you so concerned about the in yep. and outs and the workings of that? This is also a traumatic breakup at that. So please give me the space to heal. It's hard, Divinity, to ask for space when you already opened yourself yes. up. Divinity, you have so much to give to this show. I don't know why you think you're not. <laughs> doing good divinity unfortunately we're out of time uh, i, I want to ask you so many more questions here just say yes or no to this to this do you think that being an influencer is profitable yes or no yes okay that's your answer guys because people on youtube want to know hey divinity yes. it was you such- can make you can make anywhere from 100 to 400k as an influencer Oh, period yeah. hey you heard it right here on the jamie d show divinity it was absolutely a pleasure to have you here finally i know you did so this good. was so quick yes i know we gotta <laughs> have you back on hey okay. before we leave let our followers know how they can find you and support you you can find me on divinity Ray on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I also have a podcast called All Eyes on Me Podcast, where we are humanizing Hollywood, bringing light to celebrities and everyday people in Hollywood that are just trying to come up and share their art like me. So yeah, All Eyes on Me Podcast, and I'm Divinity Ray. Yay, Divinity! (laughs) I'm so proud of you. You're doing so amazing in your space. Keep going. I'm rooting for you. I'm telling you, you you. will be a star just like everybody else, because guess what? You already are. Yeah, Keep girl. going, friend. Don't stop. Hey, this has been the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. We went over the daily news. We talked about if gay people are extra. And we just had the amazing Divinity Ray on the show. Let's give it up for her one more time. Make sure you guys stick around because I'm here every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. What's up, everybody? You were just tuned into the Jamie D Show. Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. If you aren't in the Las Vegas area, you can catch my show live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H-O-W. If you want to advertise your business on my show, email us at info at Thank you all so much for your support. See you tomorrow.